It's time now for the complete story, a public news and information feature of Bot Radio Network to keep you informed about the most important issues of our day. Now, here's the BRN father and son team, Dick and Rich Bot, with today's complete story. Well, Rich, as I was driving to the studio, uh, by the way, our studio is completely empty other than you are more than six feet away from me on the other side of the table in this in this studio, and our engineer is on the other side of the glass. And by the way, he's a really really nice guy. But we are we are. Let's see. How should I say that? I I like to tease people sometimes, and I say that I am an eighty six year old self imposed incarceration (laughs) (laughs) you are isolated i I know they like to say don't you mean isolated i said well i don't know i'm in self-imposed incarceration i've never been incarcerated before right but but you know what you lose your freedom you lose your opportunity to interact with people you lose your opportunity to go out and say hello to somebody and be away that's you know, that's kind of, you can call it isolation, and it is, but I kind of think that's kind of, when you lose your freedom to this extent, it's kind of like incarceration. So your mother and I have a good time kind of chuckling about that. But anyway, that's what we are, and that's where we are. But I wanted to get back to this. I wanted this complete story to center on our audience, which we think of as our family, as our family. We're not going to talk like you get on television or the news or this or that or the other thing or the politicians that are sitting there in their suits and and fancy clothes in Washington can't even decide for heaven's sake what to get done and get it done quickly. So we're not going to talk about that. We're going to talk to our audience about things that are much more important. Listen to this. How sweet to hold our newborn baby and feel the pride and the joy that he gives. But greater still, the calm assurance we can face uncertain days, Hovey. We can face uncertain days because He lives. Sing it with us. And because He lives, I can face.
You know, Rich, uh, one thing we have not had in America for a long time is a good old-fashioned revival. How many times have you thought about that and said on this program that revival is always preceded with a movement of prayer? That's right. Well, we've been praying for a Great Awakening-style revival to sweep our nation, and we know that revival always is preceded by a movement of prayer and the powerful proclamation of the Word of God. You know, when I was a kid in Robbinsdale, Minnesota, just a little suburb of Minneapolis, we used to have prayer meetings. And we used to have midweek services. We used to have testimony services when people would stand up in those meetings and testify what God had done for them that week. And then I remember the Billy Graham Crusades. But even before then, there was the the D.L. Moody uh, Crusades. Those were revival services. Those were crusades to bring people to Christ and repentance and all of that. Now, when you think about springtime, that's new growth. That's a new beginning. The cycle of life is like the cycle of the seasons. And springtime is after the winter. In order to go then through the summer and then into the fall and then back to winter, that's the cycle. And it's only revival in a church that revives that church to get on the ball and do what the church is supposed to do and what the church is supposed to be. What say you? Well, and then we have a great awakening, a great awakening. And I don't know if you remember, Dad, just before just before we went to the National Religious Broadcasters Convention, this which is just few a few ago, weeks yeah. ago, we were hearing about this awakened Tennessee movement and the revival that was taking place in Tennessee, and, and it was just sweeping the state, and that was so exciting. And now all we're hearing about is the coronavirus and it's almost like the Lord is using this to shake up our nation. Did you see the Franklin Graham evangelistic spots that are on Fox well, News yes, now? Yes, and, and where, where Franklin is giving the plan of salvation and right. asking people to pray the sinner's prayer with him. And if you did, contact this phone now, number. I'll tell you, I'll, I'll, I'll just, I just know that Samaritan's Purse or the Billy Graham Evangelist Association is buying those spots on Fox News because they're probably not giving them. Oh, that yeah. isn't the way but, the world is. But I'm is just saying that I've the Lord them. is opening hearts to receive the gospel through this. All right. Now, remember, we used to visit frequently on The Complete Story with Gail McWilliams. Oh, yes. She was a blind lady, uh, lives in, lived in Dallas. She was an author of books and a great speaker, but she was a blind lady that we met by happenstance at a National Religious Broadcasters Convention several years ago. And I was taken when I met her and I was introduced to her that she was stone blind and yet so had much joy. And she was a voice that our listening audience heard many times then on The Complete Story because I loved visiting with Gail McWilliams because of her Christian spirit and her testimony and the joy in her heart, even though she was blind. And now she's gone home to be with the Lord, but yet her voice still speaks to us uh, over the complete story. Here it is. He has walked with me through this crucible, and I think that's probably where most people are. Sometimes they're either in the middle of the fire or just coming out of the fire or headed into the fire. And I want to encourage everyone today that no matter where you are in your journey, you're not alone. 
The fire shall not consume you, and the flood shall not overtake you. There's someone greater than yourself who walks with you. Oh, man. That's encouragement for today. You know, everyone listening right now, could you just think of that? Gail McWilliams. Gail McWilliams, before we go on, before we go on to the next item in the program here, I want to hear the next one that she left us with. True life, abundant life, is giving your life totally to Jesus Christ. And I think that many times people are um, trying to get through battles on their own, in their own strength. And I know that day when the doctor came in and told me I had to choose that day between my baby or my eyes, and he was talking about the baby I was carrying. It was our second child. I didn't have enough strength or enough wisdom in and of myself to know what to do. But I remembered something I'd memorized as a young girl, and it is all about choice, because the choices in front of me were life and death, blessing and cursing, that me, that we, and our descendants might live. And that became my anchor in the middle of that storm. And so I said, I choose my baby. The doctor stood up, slammed shut my folder, and said, what a foolish decision, and he left the room. And, Dick, I have to tell you, it was a lonely moment. Uh, I could have been very unsure about the future because I didn't even know what had just happened. I didn't know what would, you know, the consequences. I had no idea. But I knew this, that life was the better choice. And the only reason I knew that is because I had read the designer's manual, and it's called the Word of God. And so I would like to encourage everyone that people who have been playing with the idea of giving your life to Christ or thinking, you know, it's going to be too confining, are you kidding? It's the beginning of living life in, in a way that's beyond anything we can see. And that's why I always say, when you choose to look past the horizon, hey, the sky's the limit. Mm. That's what real life's about. Yeah. And so if we know real life, then we begin to know how to live. And for me personally, it's really when I faced that dark area in my life, when I faced death itself, that's when I knew how to live. And I can just tell you it's only gotten better. That doesn't mean every day is without struggle. No, there's struggle, there's heartache, there's tears. I'd give anything to not only see the faces of my children and my, my husband. I'd give them the face to see, I would give anything to see your face, Dick. And yet I've got to tell you, I'm your best friend. You're looking younger every day, and you look awesome. <laughs> oh, I love that. <laughs> oh, man. Listen, folks. If you're part of the Bot Radio Network family and a listener of The Complete Story, you've heard this song. You've heard this song by Linda Randall, one of my favorite people in the whole world. Linda Randall and her testimony. Wow, listen to what she's got to say. I feel a touch of hands so kind and tender.
thank you, Linda Randall, for reminding us of that. Rich, I want to just give another, another hello to our audience from the voice of Gail McWilliams, reminding everybody that they have a purpose. And everybody listening right now, do you understand that? Even today, whatever your thoughts are in your head and in your heart, you have a purpose. Here's Gail McWilliams. I know one whose name Jehovah Shalom. He will give peace beyond all understanding. No matter what storm it is that you're facing today, maybe you've been driven by fear, and fear is paralyzing. But the opposite of fear is to have faith. Faith in a God who has called you on purpose. Faith in a God who's uh, caused you to have a life of great value, to be an asset. And this is one thing I know, Dick, we've been strategically positioned for this hour. Yeah. Everyone we're talking to, anybody could have your position, but they don't. It's you. And so if it's you, what if today be the turnaround to say, Lord, I give my life to you. And Lord Jesus, be the director of my life. Be the wisdom for my life. Yeah. And then live in expectant hope. Hope always sees, Dick. Yeah, yeah. All right, folks. Isn't that something, Rich? Isn't that something, Gail McWilliams, how we loved her? And now she's home to be with the Lord. But she is still talking to us because she's in the arms right now of, of, of that person that she's always been in the arms of from the beginning of time. Even though she couldn't see, she had great vision. Yeah. And her eyes were fixed on Jesus. Oh, and I loved it when she used to tell us, if you lift your eyes beyond the horizon— the sky's the limit. That's right. Now, Dr. Tony Evans is a voice that people in our family, our BOD Radio Network family, hears all the time. Dr. Tony Evans from Dallas, Texas. And his wife just died recently um, of cancer. And she's in heaven. She's in heaven. She lives, but she went home. Now, listen to what Dr. Tony Evans said to our audience just recently about this moment. These are uncertain days, aren't they? There's a lot of fear, worry, anxiety, because we're facing something very unique, personally, as well as nationwide and worldwide. This did not catch God by surprise. Nothing happens in history that doesn't start by being allowed in eternity. Everything visible and physical is preceded by something invisible and spiritual. So if you want to understand the physical visible, then you gotta be willing to investigate the invisible and spiritual. If all you see is what you see, you do not see all there is to be seen. This virus has called attention to deeper issues, our need for unity, the nature of, of, of the world and the conflicts that we face. It's also brought back the need for us to serve one another and resist our selfishness. There are spiritual underlining causes and cures. The Bible says that God uses circumstances to speak. And right now, with this coronavirus, he's screaming. And he's saying, pay attention to me. Yes, you've got to do the things that will promote health and 
and well-being and safety. But you've also got to look back to me because I'm doing the talking here. When weather gets bad, you check in with the weatherman because you want some more information. When life gets bad and the nation is in trouble and the world is confused, that's time for a check-in with the deity since Daniel 4 said, heaven rules earth. And what God is trying to communicate to us through this crisis is that he wants to invite us to invite him back into our life and into our world. He doesn't just want to be a deity on the periphery. He wants to be centralized in our heart, in our lives, in our families, in our churches, and yes, even in our culture. And so people are calling for prayer. People are turning on their televisions to, 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 to get hope. They're listening to the leaders for direction. What God is saying, listen to me, because I offer you a kingdom that cannot be shaken, a stability that transcends your uncertainty. This is the time, while we're doing all the other things, to draw near to God. Because when he allows a crisis, there is always a spiritual purpose attached to it. James 1 says it. God brings about a trial. He's calling attention to something that you cannot see. This virus, we do not see, but we feel the effects. You don't see God, but he wants his effect to be felt because he's gotten our undivided attention because he's allowed us to be in something that we can't resolve on our own. In the midst of this, turn to God. No matter how uncertain you feel, no matter how fearful you are, in fact, the Bible says, when you get anxious, that's a, that's a signal to pray. Well, let's call on God, not only for the cure to the virus, but the, to the cure to our viruses, our sin viruses, our rebellion viruses, the things that have separated us, our families, and our nation from God. Let's get back to the spiritual because that will have a great impact on what happens in the physical. Yeah, all right, isn't that a word? Isn't that a word from Dr. Tony Evans? We need to draw near to God in this crisis. I tell you what we need in our churches across America is not so much promotion. We need revival. Well, that's right. We need revival. Not so much promotion. We need revival. That's what we need. Well, re we need revival from the people that already know the Lord and need to get revived, but we need a great awakening for yeah. everybody that doesn't know Jesus yet. And my thought, Rich, is put your fear in your back pocket and move forward. That's right. Here's Gail McWilliams with another word. One of the keys that keeps my joy alive is the moments when I feel like I can't go forward, the days when I feel really sad that I can't see the faces of my grandchildren mm. or even my husband. Mm. In those moments... I sit there and think, okay, well, I could cry, and I could say this is unfair, which it is. Or this is what I've learned to do. Those are trigger points for me now to either pick up the phone to call somebody else, shoot an email to them to encourage them, or go do some kind of surprise gift to someone. And now it's become a lifestyle for me. And even in the middle of the tears, gentlemen, I've learned one thing that's so profound. It doesn't negate faith or hope. My tears might be there, but my spirit is stronger than all of the loss and all the sadness. Yeah. I practice seeing. <laughs> well, Rich, let's, uh, 
Let's hear from some of our listeners. The listener comment line is something we really enjoy reading, reading those transcripts that are made from the people who call the line and leave us a message. Now, here is Don from Rapid City, South Dakota. Do you folks know where Rapid City, South Dakota is? What is that? Uh, what is that? Um, that that big mountain ridge where they have Mount Rushmore and the Black Rushmore. Hills. It's a beautiful part oh, of the country. Oh man, that's a good place to go pheasant hunting too in the fall. Well, that's a little bit. Uh, <laughs> well, I'm, I suppose, but right. if the pheasant hunting is more in the central part of All South right. Dakota. Whether you're living in California or in Texas or in Missouri or wherever you're living right now. Here's one of our listeners from Rapid City. This is Don in Rapid City, and I want to thank Bot Radio for their wonderful programs, the Father and Son Sharing. It's all been a great ministry, and it touches my heart and meets my spiritual needs in listening to all these different pastors. Thank you very much. God bless, and you have a great day. Wasn't that nice? What's that phone number, Rich? 1-800-345-2621. We'd love to hear from you on our listener comment line. 1-800-345-2621. I think we've got time for one more from Alan from Sedalia, Missouri, right in the heart of America. My name's Alan in Sedalia, Missouri, and I uh, listened about Radio Network on uh, my Alexa device. Once I started listening to Bot Radio Network, it became a whole different feeling. Bot feeds my need for church. I'm in this rehab and long-term care facility, and I'm not able to go to church. And so many of your uh, programs on here, I feel like I've been to church. Yeah. Well, a lot of us All can't right. go to church right Let's now. Let's hear from Gail McWilliams one more time because she has a parting message. I want to encourage people today, don't live life based only on what you see, because usually it's limited and discouraging. But when you live life with vision, oh, the sky's the limit. So I would like people to say, you know, this year I'm going to be a person of vision. I'm going to see beyond what people say to me and hear the cries of their heart. I'm going to see beyond where I've been positioned and not think I'm stuck, but no, I've been strategically positioned for this hour. And beyond all the things that I don't think I have, maybe it's time to focus on what I do have. And can that make a difference? And I say to you, yes, over and over. Okay, folks, those are the words from a blind lady who is now in the arms of the Lord. And that's somebody give us that phone number, Rich. 1-800-345-2621. 1-800-345-2621. And that, and that's been fun. And that's been fun. Okay, folks, this is the chapter of the complete story for you this week from Rich and myself. See you later. 